to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we are grateful, we are thankful, we thank you, Lord, for this great opportunity. We thank you, Father, for opening this door for us to mm -hmm. come into your presence, Lord, to hear your word. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your spirit to guide us through this service in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Well, we continue with our status 527 and I love it. today we are sharing from the book the anointing and the presence the wow. and the presence and we are Amen. sharing from five. so if you have your book let's turn to chapter 5 and we are going to read a book together how many of you love when we read bishop's books they are anointed they are powerful. They are just the word of God as we are reading. It's just the word of God written here and some comments added to it. And these are very powerful, powerful revelations. So I want you to join me to read this book and have an open mind to receive, have a heart to receive, and I believe you will be blessed. Amen. Wonderful. So chapter five is the presence of God is the Holy Spirit with us. The presence Amen. of God is the Holy Spirit with us. That's the topic that we are sharing. The topic of this message is the presence of God is the Holy Spirit with us. And I want you to turn with me to Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse number 17. Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 17. They're talking about the presence of God, which is the Holy Spirit with us. He says, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord thy God in the midst of the of God with us is the greatest thing any human being can have. This is the greatest thing any human being can have, the presence of God. It says the presence of God in the midst of thee is mighty. It is mighty. The presence of God in your midst is mighty. So you cannot compare the presence of God to any other person's presence. Wow. There is no personality presence that we can compare to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, Amen. this is the truth that is not evident or is not appreciated by many Christians, that we cannot compare any presence to mm. the presence of God. You see, Christians would rather, you know, pray for the presence or pray, they will, you see, Someone will pray that may, may I come in contact with the president of a nation, for instance, you see, or some other important personality. They would rather pray for these presence rather than praying for the presence of God. Mm. You will think that this is a blessing. And so, for instance, if I present two persons, two people to you, and I say, person A is always found in the company of the president of the United States, for instance. You know, I don't know, but whenever I look on TV, I see this person in the presence of the United States of America. I see this person always with him. Going here, I see him in a White House, you know, versus person B, who I say is always in the presence of God. You see, mm. most Christians would think that person A is more blessed. Oh, yes. You see? You would think person A is more blessed and he's always in the presence of this important personality. But the mm. Bible says, the Lord thy God 
in the midst of thee is mighty. It's mighty. So no presence. There is no personality mm. presence that can be compared to the presence of God. You see? And the reason why we feel being in the presence of another person is greater is because we have ourselves not experienced the presence of God or wow. we do not understand it. You see? Mm. And we don't see the value. We, don't, we have mm. not experienced it. We have not felt it. And so we yeah, don't preaching. see it. You, you can be in the presence of great people, but you will never have peace. Peace mm. comes only in the one in whose midst is mighty. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So I've heard of many great people who are in the presence of some other great people and they have committed a, a, a suicide. Because they have no peace. Wow. But the presence your presence, the presence of God in the midst of thee is mighty. mighty. God in the midst of thee is mighty. Hallelujah. It Amen. is the only presence of God that makes the greatest difference in any person's life. The holy presence of God is the presence of the Holy Spirit that makes a big difference. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. Experience the presence of God you will not desire the presence of any human being. The presence of human being will not mean anything to you. Mm. It is the presence of God. The scripture says, the Lord thy God in the midst the of thee is mighty. It's mighty. It's mighty. So when Amen. we talk about the presence of God, we are talking about the Holy Spirit with us. Amen. Okay? The Holy Spirit maintains three important relationships with the believer. The Holy Spirit keeps three important relationships with the believer. And these are, one, the Holy Spirit upon us. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. The Holy Spirit upon you. So the Holy Spirit can be upon you. Mm. Or the, number two, the Holy Spirit in us. That means mm. the Holy Spirit in you. And number three, the Holy Spirit with us. That means the Holy Spirit is with you. Hallelujah. Amen. And all of these, all these three relationships are so relevant and so important for us. And we talk about them. We mention them, we say them, but we don't think of them in detail. You see, and True. we don't look at the differences. So here, the, it's important for us to look at certain definitions before this study can make sense to us. Okay, so we are going to look at different forms or relationships of the Holy Spirit with us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So what we normally call the anointing is the Holy Spirit upon us. Mm. Okay. The anointing, when we talk about the anointing, it is the Holy Spirit upon us. Hallelujah. Mm. And what we call the presence of God is what we normally call the Holy Spirit with us. The presence of God is the Holy Spirit with us. We're going to look at this. And then what, what we call the Holy Spirit baptism is you actually the spirit in us. Are you wow. understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So the anointing is the Holy Spirit upon us, and the presence of God is the Holy Spirit with us, and the Holy Spirit baptism is the Holy Spirit in us. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. Preaching. Wow. Each of these relationships of the Holy Spirit is unique. Okay, and they produce special and wonderful results in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And Amen. we need to desire all three relationships. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit is the most important person anyone will need or anyone will ever have. Okay? I believe. And it must, be, it must be something that we yearn for. Amen. Spirit, you, you cannot you cannot go far without the Holy Spirit. 
You can't do much without the Holy Spirit. So it is important for every Christian to have a hunger and a thirst for the Holy Spirit. Now, you see, and a lot of us miss this. A lot of us don't place value on this. And Christ, for instance, when we are starting uh, a service or when we are starting any meeting, we start off, you know, asking God for forgiveness, this and that, and then we ask for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is the part that most Christians don't participate. Many people don't participate. You see, when we started the service, when we were praying for the presence of the Holy Spirit, there were about 46 people who had signed on. Mm. And the rest of you were waiting for when you will hear the word of God. But I'm saying to you that you as a Christian, if you really want to serve God, the one thing that you really need, the one thing that one person that Jesus said, it is better for him to leave the earth so that he can come, is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. You, what I'm sharing with you. Jesus said it was better for him to leave so that the Holy Spirit will come. You are preaching. So you would think that having Jesus with you is the most important thing. But Jesus himself said, it is better for us that he goes so that the Holy Spirit will come. Amen. You need a Holy Spirit more than anything. Hallelujah. Amen. So we want to look at this one, these relationships. And the first one, the Holy Spirit upon us. Okay, Amen. so this is what we call the anointing. The anointing. Amen. We call the Holy Spirit upon us the anointing because of what Jesus said in the scriptures. And we want to read a scripture in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Why do we say that the Holy Spirit upon us is the anointing? When we say the anointing, we mean the Holy Spirit upon us. And now this scripture... Um, in Luke 18 to 19, it says, The Spirit of the Lord found me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Luke 4, verse 18. Are you with me? Yes. yes. Luke 4, verse 18. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. To the poor. Wow. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, mm. to set at liberty them that are bruised. And verse 19, it says, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, Jesus said he was anointed. Jesus said, let's go back to 18. Jesus said he was anointed because the spirit of the Lord was upon him. Wow. He was anointed because the spirit of the Lord is upon him. Mm -hmm. So what we call the anointing is the spirit of the Lord upon you. Wow. So when the spirit of the Lord is upon you, we you are anointed. anointed what we are implying is that the spirit of God is upon him hallelujah and when Amen. you are anointed as Jesus described here in this scripture it is empowerment for the work of God it empowers you to do the work of God because Amen. he listed in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18 it describes how Jesus was empowered to preach the gospel to the poor. You see, mm -hmm. he says he's able to do this because the Spirit of the Lord is upon him to preach the gospel to the poor. He's empowered to heal the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. He's empowered to mm -hmm. open the blind eyes. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. He's empowered to set captives free. And empowered to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So based on scripture, the anointing is the empowerment of the work of God. The empowerment to work for God. 
to do the work of the ministry is the anointing. It empowers mm. or it gives you the power to do the work of the ministry or to do the things you have to do in the ministry. Can I have an amen? Amen. Is understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. We are flowing, Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is the anointing. When we say you are anointed, it means the spirit of the Lord is upon you. It's upon your life. Hallelujah. When Amen. we say someone is anointed, we are implying that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Hallelujah. Is that what I'm sharing with you? That's right. So in the Old Testament, only the prophets and the kings and priests were anointed. And they were the ones who were empowered to work for God. Okay? So that's why the ones who were anointed. Now, here in the New Testament, more people are anointed, more people are giving gifts to enable them to do the work of the ministry. Wow. More people are giving the power. So pastors, mm -hmm. evangelists, prophets, singers, helpers, they are all giving the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They are giving this empowerment to do the work. Hallelujah. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 4, it says, I'm reading from the uh, New American Standard Bible. It says, now there are varieties of gifts. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. You mm. see, there are varieties of the gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects. Are you with me? Yes. Are you listening? Yes. There are varieties of effects. Okay? But the same God who works all things in all persons. Hallelujah. Amen. But each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. Each one is giving the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. Adelaide, are you understanding the word of God? You see, the same spirit, the same spirit, Johnson, the same spirit giving these gifts. He says, but each one, each gift is given for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit and to another the word of knowledge, according to the same spirit. Wow. You see, and to another, the gifts of healing by the same one spirit. Powerful. Are you with me? Yes. yes. This is the Holy Spirit. He said, by the same one spirit, and to another, the effecting of miracles. Wow. And to another, prophecy. And to another, the distinguishing of spirits. Those are the ones who tell evil spirits, witchcraft, this, 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 this. That is also a gift of the spirit. It's the anointing upon a person's life. Yeah. And to another, various kinds of tongues. You speak in tongues. And to another, interpretation of tongues. And the same spirit work all these things distributing to each one individually just as he wills. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't Amen. that powerful? We all need the Holy Spirit. We all need the Holy Spirit. Whatever we are doing, we need the Holy Spirit. So it is the anointing, the anointing of God when it's upon your life. This, the Holy Spirit upon a person's life which empowers you to do the work of God. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit. It empowers you to do the work of God. So you cannot do the work of God without the anointing. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You cannot do the work of God without the anointing. It is just they hire you, for instance, they hire you in a company and they say you are an IT person. Now, what can you not do and work as an IT without. What, what do you need to do the work of an IT? I think I need to it. 
you need a computer and an internet. Isn't that so? So yes. you cannot do the work of an IT person without a computer. That's or you, true. Can, you can just show with your hands and work as an IT. Never. I'm telling you something very important. So whether you are a small person IT or you are a big person IT, you cannot do your work without a computer. You True. cannot do your work without the internet. Wow. Mm. That's what I'm sharing with you. Yes, right. Yes. So no matter what an IT technologies you are, or an internet technology, is it, is it what it is? It, it is our church flow. <laughs> How big you are as an IT personnel, you cannot do your work without the internet. Oh, yes. You cannot do your work without a computer. Mm. So you cannot do the work of God without the anointing. Jesus mm. said he was empowered. He was able to do the work of God, preaching, mm. healing, visiting the sick, the poor, and he was able to do all of this because of the anointing. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Every church worker must pray for and have a desire for the anointing. Amen. Every person must have a desire for the anointing in order to do the work of God. And when it's missing, you cannot do it. Or you don't Truth. last. You do not last in any part of the ministry. Preach on. Anointing. I'm telling you. True. You are preaching. And that is why some people try, you know, I mean, you can tell. You try being a choirister, you have tried choir, and it didn't work. Mercy. And then you try going to maybe a spice ministry, it didn't work. For the... And then you quit. And then you try to be a help. Go to the health ministry, and now you are in media, and it's still not working. For so you realize that you cannot fit in any part of this. You cannot yes. do the work. And I'm that either you are a prophet, a pastor, an evangelist, a sweeper in the church, whatever mm. small work you are doing, as long as it is work for God, you need Amen. the anointing. Amen. Even if you are playing the drum. <laughs> if you are a drummer without the anointing, you will not work. Yes. Yeah. You it will sound different. Mm. You will leave. You will quit. But when the anointing is upon you, anytime there is church service, you want to play. Kabadosh. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, without the anointing, you don't last. Mm. You mm. don't last. Without the anointing, you are tired. You get tired. True. Oh. Amen. You are preaching. Yeah. You see, even as we are in this lockdown, the church is going on. Yes. You understand what I'm sharing with you. There are people yes. who are still working. There are people who are still doing the work. Shepherds who do not care about the sheep is because they don't have the anointing. Mercy. Mercy. They don't have you need the anointing to do the work of the Lord. You need the anointing to do any part of the work. In the work of the ministry, without the anointing, you get offended. It's because you don't have the anointing. It is the anointing of God that makes you able. I'm empowered. I am anointed to do this work. Amen. Amen. You are preaching a good message. It says, but you will receive power. Say power. Say power. Well, the American is saying power. Whatever. Power. Power. Thank you, brother. Power. Power. Scripture says, but you will receive power when the power. Holy Spirit has come upon you. Mm. And you shall be my witness, or you mm. shall be my witnesses, Amen. both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the 
remotest part of the world or of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, you see, you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Amen. Wow. To do the work of God is the anointing, the Holy Spirit upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. Receive the anointing for the work of the Lord. I receive it. Receive the Holy Spirit for the work of the Lord. I receive it. You receive the Holy Spirit as a work of the Lord. You cannot be a chorister if you don't see for the anointing. You will not last. You cannot be a treasurer. You will steal. I'm telling you. Kabadush. You'll be a thief. You cannot be a drama if you don't have the anointing. Neither can you be a drama if you don't have mm. the anointing. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So, pray for the anointing. Pray for the anointing. Number two, the Holy Spirit in us. We are teaching. We are teaching. So, the Holy Spirit in us is what we call the Holy Spirit baptism. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because when Jesus promised that we will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, he said the Holy Spirit was already with us, but then will be in us. That is wow. what Jesus promised. It will be in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding the message this afternoon? Yes. Look, uh, John chapter 14, John chapter 14 and verse 16. We can read the King James Version. John chapter 14 and verse number 16. It says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Amen. That abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And shall be in you. Amen. You see. So here we are seeing the different relationships that the Holy Spirit has with us. And what our focus is here is that. He shall be in you. Say, he shall be in me. He shall be in me. Say, the Holy Spirit in me. The Holy Spirit in me. Wonderful. So the Holy Spirit in us causes us to speak in tongues and wow. to become witnesses of Jesus Christ. That's so the Holy Spirit in us. When you are speaking in tongues, it's because the Holy Spirit is in you. Salome, anytime you open your mouth to speak in tongues, it's because of the Holy Spirit that is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Anytime you open your mouth to speak, it's because the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. is in you. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Beatrice, give me a way. When the Holy Spirit, when you begin to speak in tongues, it means the Holy Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, where the influence of the Holy Spirit in us is not strong, people do not speak in tongues. And we preaching. do not evangelize. When the Holy Spirit is not strong in us, we don't speak in tongues. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? Yes, right. We need to have the desire. Speaking in tongues means the Holy Spirit is in you. That is the Holy mm. Spirit baptism. In Acts chapter mm. 2 and verse 4, the Bible says, And they were all, Acts chapter 2 and 4, and they were all filled, filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You see, Amen. when you cup, do you say that the water is around the cup? No. no. Where is the water? It's in, in the cup. It's in the cup. Joe, do you understand? It's in the cup. So when we say you are filled with the Holy Ghost, it means the Holy Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. When we, 
we baptize you with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes in you. Says, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And what was the manifestation? They began to speak with other tongues. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, Gina, anytime you open your mouth to speak in tongues, it's the Holy Spirit in you which is giving you utterance. Eugenia, are you understanding? Whenever you open your mouth to speak in tongues, it's the Holy Spirit in you which is giving you utterance. And that Amen. is why you should never be embarrassed of speaking in tongues. Shaka never be embarrassed to speak in tongues. It's a, an utterance that is given by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Johnson. Amen. Utterance. The Holy Spirit is giving you utterance to speak in tongues. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. And the third one, Holy Spirit with us. The Holy Spirit with us. I'm almost Just bear with me. The Holy Spirit. We're preaching. It's our church. The Holy Spirit with us. So the Holy Spirit with us is what we call the presence of God. Amen. Wow. That is God with us. God with us. Hallelujah. And I, I, I'm saying God with us. God has been with us. During this corona season, this COVID pandemic, God has been with us. Amen. God with us. Yes. Amen. Amen. That God will be with us wherever we go. And in whatever we do is what we call the presence of God. So wow. when we say the presence of God, it means God is with you in whatever you are doing and wherever you go. Now, you must be conscious of this. You must be conscious of this. That God with you means whatever you are doing, God is with you. And wherever you go, God is with you. Now, that should make you conscious of your activities. Mm. The places that you go. You mm. see, the things that you are doing. So, when you are having a party and you are drinking alcohol and all of this, you are saying that, I'm enjoying this with the Holy Spirit. Let's see. When you are fornicating, you are saying, I'm doing this with the Holy Spirit. Let's see. Let's see. So, so, do you understand why... The Holy Spirit will not be with you. Yes, right. Yes. And you must be conscious of this. As a Christian, you must be conscious of this, that the Holy Spirit is with you. When you are lying, be conscious that the Holy Spirit is with you. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you are taking steps to your boyfriend's house or your hey. girlfriend's house, you know, as you are going, as you are planning, what you are wearing, you are putting on some special undergarments, the aim, the goal, and the purpose for putting what you are putting on, the Holy Spirit is with you. Lord have mercy. You realize that the moment these thoughts come to you, you begin to take them off quickly and wear something else and be ready to go somewhere else. Or stay home. Go to church. Go to church. Teaching powerfully. Stay home. But you see. When we are not conscious of the presence of God with us, we don't do these things. And that is that why preaching. the Holy Spirit is not with us. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, we, some, just a little bit of technical. So whenever you are doing something, have the mindset that the presence of God is with you. You mm -hmm. are a Christian baptized with the Holy Spirit the presence of God is with you. Yes. And it gives you boldness also to do things. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, it says, the spirit of truth, whom the Lord can, whom the world cannot receive, because it see him not. And you are not like that. It see him not. You should see the presence of God with you. Amen. Amen. Does that understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. He says, in John chapter 14, verse 17, it says, Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, 
but ye know him. Amen. For he dwelleth with you. He dwelleth with you. He is with you. You know him. You go boldly because you know him. You know that God is with you. The world cannot see. So they are wondering, ah, we are all feeling this way. We are all feeling sad. We are all afraid. But you seem to walk boldly. Why? Because you know him. You know who is with you. You know who you are. You know who is walking with you because the Holy Spirit is with you. Amen. And the more conscious, the more conscious you are of the Holy Spirit, the more He is with you. I'm telling Amen. you, if you ignore the Holy Spirit, He will never be with you. Oh, mercy. It's not like at all is people who ignore Him. Mm. Mm. I'm telling you. Bridges, are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Whenever you are conscious that the Holy Spirit is with you, and the more and more conscious you are, the more the Holy Spirit will be with you. Amen. You will realize that every time God will be with you. Amen. Every time, every time you are thinking of God's presence. Mm. You are, anytime you are conscious of God's presence, he dwells with you. The Bible says he dwells with you. Now, I mean, look, be honest with me. People who think of you, you like to be with them. Oh, yeah. They are the one we call lovers. People who don't care about you, you don't like to be around them. At all. People who do not appreciate your presence. People who do not acknowledge you. People who don't receive you because you have an accent or because you have a certain color or you do things a certain way. You don't like to be around them. Never. But when a person is appreciative of your presence. When the person acknowledges you, you always want to be around that person. Oh, yes. And around the person. You see, ladies, when they dress and there's a person that is constantly giving them compliments, whenever they see the person, they want to pass around the person. Shalabayakaba. Reverend, go there. <laughs> true or not true? <laughs> true. They leave their husbands and go there. You don't you when you are dressing, your husband's name is not even on your mind. Hey. With the person who acknowledges you, that is why husbands you have to do that at home. Mm. We, will, we will try. We are trying. Acknowledge them so that Reverend they, they have to mind as they are dressing. Like you understand? They are putting on special earrings, special necklace, and you don't notice it. But there is a guy at the job every time. Shit. Wow. Even the hair is covering the necklace and the bracelet and the, and, the, and the hair, the earrings. But these guys seem to not, notice these things. So you see the woman pass by and he waves her hair like this so that the earring will flash. Okay. And, and that person, you always want to be in his presence. True or not true? No sense. It's true. Even true. women who give women compliments, they like their company. Ah. True. If you are a woman and you see your fellow woman who has dressed nicely and you are jealous, you don't compliment, they don't like your presence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm preaching a good message. A very yeah. powerful message. <laughs> it's a powerful so when you message. acknowledge the Holy Presence, when you acknowledge God's presence, you find the Holy Spirit always with you. When you Amen. acknowledge, when you say, I'm with you. I'm not going there because the Holy Spirit is with me. Whenever you are a person that does this, God's presence will always be with you. I'm teaching you a great secret. You are teaching. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. The presence of God will be with you. Amen. 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 So this is the oldest relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit. Okay. The oldest relationship that human beings have had with the Holy Spirit is the Holy Presence with us, God's presence with us. And mm. all through the Old Testament, it was the presence of the Holy Spirit that gave victory to the Israelites. They were always getting victory because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the presence of God with you will give you also victory over your enemies. Amen. Victory over difficult situations. Amen. Will give you victory when you go for interviews. Amen. Victory when you encounter challenges. Amen. Victory when you encounter any storm. Amen. The Holy Spirit's presence 
will give you victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. The mighty. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus promised a richer relationship with the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit in us. Mm. And also I promise that more people will have the Holy Spirit. People who will have the Holy Spirit. Amen. A believer who has the Holy Spirit. Amen. Become a believer who walks with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Become a believer who has the Holy Spirit in you. Oh, amen. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I receive it. I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I receive it. And people who value this, Daniel, are you understanding? People who value even what I'm saying and say, I receive it, is the ones the Holy Spirit comes to. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. So receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 11 and verse 13, it says, If ye then, being evil, know to give good gifts unto the, your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask of him? How much more? If you, being evil, know to give good things to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that do what? That sleep. Them that do what? Ask him. Them that do what? Ask him. Not to them that wait for the preaching to start, but to them that ask when the preaching is going on. When when the preacher is beginning to ask the Holy Spirit, the ones who do that, they are the ones that the Father gives. I'm reading the Bible. Yes. I'm reading the Bible. And Bishop says, if you are just reading the scriptures, it is just powerful. It's the word of God. And that is what I'm doing. He says, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more? That means God is easily, listen, this scripture is telling you how easy it is for God to give the Holy Spirit. It's saying that it is easier for God to give the Holy Spirit to you when you ask than for you even to give good things to your children. And I believe most parents give good gifts to their children. They give good things to their children. But the Bible is saying that it's easier for God to give you the Holy Spirit if you ask him. Amen. So, beloved, based on this scripture, I want us to take a few moments and let's ask the Lord to give us the Holy Spirit. Let's ask God to give us the Holy Spirit Amen. in the name of Jesus. Oh, right. Put your hand on your heart and ask if you can be able to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Them that ask Him. You have not received the Holy Spirit because you have not asked Him. But they ask Him. Ask God. Ask God that you want to be able to give the Holy Spirit. He will. He will. He will. Give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Lord, let your spirit come upon your children. Give your children the Holy Spirit. Give your children the Holy Spirit. According to your word. According to your word. This is your promise. Your word says, if ye then, being evil, if ye then, being evil, know how to give to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that Father, we thank you. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the Holy Spirit. 
this afternoon. According to your word, you say, if only we will ask, you will give us the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the spirit that has come in us. For the spirit that us. Lord, as church workers, as people who do work in your work, in your, in your house, as people who do work in the ministry, Lord, whatever we do, if it's visitation, we need the Holy Spirit. If it is cleaning, we need the Holy Spirit. If it is we need the Holy Spirit. If it is technical problems, we need the Holy Spirit. Oh God, give us the anointing. Let your presence be with us. Let your presence be with us. We acknowledge your presence. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. That comes with your Holy Spirit. You say, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Indeed, we have a mighty Holy Spirit with us this afternoon. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, with all eyes closed and every head bow, I want to pray for everyone who is here who is not born again. You are not born again. I want to pray for you. You are not born again. I want to pray for you. I was saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is you, I want to pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? You want to receive the Holy Spirit? You want to receive the Holy Spirit? If you are someone like that, you are saying, Pastor, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to come into my life. If that is you, I want you to bow your heads with me and repeat this prayer with me. Say, Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Say, dear Lord, dear Lord, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. I know you died for my sins. I know you died for my sins. And I believe you rose again on the third day. And I believe you rose again on the third day. I come to you just as I am. I come to you just as I am. I confess my sins. I confess my sins. I repent from my sins. I repent from my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. The Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my heart. I welcome you into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my Master. Be my Savior. Be my Savior. Say, please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want to pray for everyone who is here who does not have the Holy Spirit. We do not have the Holy Spirit. I want you to receive the Holy Spirit this afternoon. I want you to receive the Holy Spirit this afternoon. It says, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And as you be filled with the Holy Ghost, you will begin to speak with other tongues. If you want to receive the Holy Spirit, lift up your hands and let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who has a desire to receive your powerful, mighty Holy Spirit. Lord, your word says, if we, being evil, know to, good, to give good things to our children, how much more you, our Father, 
who will give us the Holy Spirit if we will ask him. Lord, this afternoon, I ask according to your word, give every heart desire, everyone who desires your spirit, let your power, let the spirit fall upon everyone who has a desire for your spirit. This afternoon, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in every home where there is a heart, there is a desire, there is a person who has a desire for your Holy Spirit. Father, let your Spirit fall upon that person right now. In the name Jesus. of Jesus, right now. Let the power of the Spirit fall upon you right now. Right now. Jesus. Receive the power of the Spirit. I receive. receive the power of the Spirit. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the power of the Spirit fall upon you right now. Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Receive the power of the Spirit. Receive the power of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, fall. Holy Spirit, fall upon your soul. It is their desire. It is their desire. He said, we have not received because we have not asked. But this afternoon, Lord, your word says, if we will ask you, you will give to us your spirit. You will give to us your Holy Spirit. This afternoon, Lord, let your spirit come In the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit right now. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, let the power of the Spirit come upon every heart desire. Everyone who has a desire for the Spirit, everyone who is prepared to acknowledge your presence, let your Spirit fall upon you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the gift. We thank you for the power. We thank you, Lord, for the empowerment. Empowerment to serve you. Empowerment to do your work. Empowerment. Speak that whenever you are going anywhere, whatever you are doing, acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit and he will remain with you. The Bible says, the Spirit who will abide with you, he will abide with you. But mm. when we ignore him, when you ignore him, when you don't speak in tongues, when you don't acknowledge his presence, that is when the Spirit leaves you. But the more you speak in tongues, the more you acknowledge him, he says, you are edified, you are edified, you are strengthened in the spirit. God bless you all. God bless you. For those of you who have to speak of the Holy Spirit, there will be a change in your life. A change in your attitude. A change in your behavior. A change in your thinking. You will have a conviction of the spirit in whatever you do. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And I hear a loud amen. Amen. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at Kodesh Family Church, located at 1734 Williams Bridge Road, Bronx, New York, at 12 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you. I see.